Oh, I cannot believe you. Wow. This the struggle is real. Hmm. Yeah. Gosh darn it. I guess I have to strategically take sips. So people can see it. That works. <laughs> My name is Lexi and thank you so much for tuning in. The topic I'll be speaking on is how to get over writer's block. Now, how did I decide to choose this topic? Well, there's a lot of misconception right now that freestyling is the way to go. And there are actually a lot of people who are in a way afraid of having to go back and like perfect the song, perfect the lyrics, perfect the whole storyline and cohesiveness, right? Which I don't really understand, but... For some reason, the culture that I'm seeing in studios right now, people are really like against writing. And I really want to kind of debunk that and encourage people to write. But then once you start writing, how do you get over writer's block? So freestyling, it doesn't always give you the best song because again, your song might end up not sounding cohesive. It might not make sense or you're just not giving the best possible wordplay or phrasing that you could as opposed to writing a song. Now, I think seasoned artists are really good at freestyling and coming up with concepts on the spot and wordplay just because they're more experienced. But even they, when they're freestyling, even they have to go back and sharpen up some things to make sure it's coming off in the way that it's supposed to be, right? So writing is beneficial because, again, you're taking the time to flesh out your full concepts and really think about being as clever as you possibly can be. So that's how this whole topic of getting over writer's block came about. I'll be sharing the nine ways that I battle writer's block, and these are nine things in order of how I do it when I'm actually in the studio recording myself. And these are like my most common tactics to all the way down to me saying, all right, that's enough. Let me go home and try again next time. So let's jump right into it. Nine ways to battle writer's block. Number one, play the part over and over again. So when I'm writing a song, um, I will zone in or zero in on one part of the song and kind of just loop that part over and over and over again until I slowly build out to completing that section. So if you are facing writer's block and you're having a hard time like coming up with a concept, sometimes repetition really helps so that you can focus yourself on that one part of the song and then think about like, all right, loop it, loop it, loop it. It's probably really good for someone who has like multiple ideas running through their head and they need that continuous loop to be like, all right, all right, that didn't work, but it's going to loop again and loop again. Loop again. Loop again. You know what I mean? So playing the part over and over again to have it like slowly build up, that'll be one really good way, one simple way to battle writer's block. Number two, say the same part over and over again without the music. Now for this one, it's the same as playing a part, looping a part over and over again, but except you're doing it by yourself. So you're playing it without the music. Um, it's just me like singing aloud to myself. I keep singing those same lines over and over again. And I usually, what happens with that is 
I'll be saying it over and over again. And then slowly thoughts will be coming into my head about like, what's the next natural thing that my mind is pulling me towards writing versus, you know, something that might be coming off a little too, not rehearsed, but a little too produced or a little too thought of, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you can think about things too hard. And um, by singing it out loud to myself, it takes away the distraction of the music because sometimes if you're doing that repetitive thing of playing the loop of music over and over again, it gets to like monotonous and it starts to all sound the same and then it becomes like a blah kind of feeling. So to combat that, I kind of just let my mind tell me what it naturally wants to give. So I will play the same part or go over the same section over and over again without the music, sing it to myself out loud. And that's the second way that I battle writer's block. Third way that I battle writer's block is actually recording what I have. So once I get a decent section of at least four lines written out, I'll actually lay it down and laying it down just means going inside the booth and recording it, putting it down on that two track so I don't have to continue writing it. I don't have to continue, I guess, practicing that part of how I would sing it because now I know how it sounds and I can go from there to see, all right, what's going to sound good after that? So this will help me hear how it's going to sound. And, you know, for the next phrasing that I write, it's going to help me so like everything is getting together cohesively. I'm not speaking very eloquently right now, but basically sometimes when you write something, you expect it to sound one way, but when you actually lay it down and put it into the song, it ends up sounding like something else, whether that's something that you really like or something that you really don't like. You don't really know until you put it into the song. So if I get stuck on a part, actually recording it and hearing for myself how it's going to sound, that helps me in my writer's block. And a lot of times that can push the vibe even further. It can push the vibe more quickly because, all right, now I know how this feels. I know how this sounds on the track. I can continue with that same vibe, that same mood, that same energy. You know what I mean? So number four, talk myself through the story. So I want to think about where I'm taking it. I want to think about the picture that I'm trying to paint for people with my words. I want to think about the vibe that I'm trying to evoke, the emotions I'm trying to evoke rather. And I just want to think about is what I'm doing flowing. So again, going back to actually recording it and laying it down, is what I'm doing flowing? Does this make sense? Not just in a storyline kind of way, but also in an energy kind of way. So I this is, will make me think of like what I want to say and think of how I'm going to say it. So if my storyline is me walking from my house to the store, like everything that happens in between that has to be leading, starting from the house, going to the store. You know what I mean? So how am I setting up the storyline to get people from one place to the ne to the next or from one thought to the next thought? I feel like I'm talking with my hands a lot in this video, but I don't want to stop myself from being great. But anyway, so talking myself through the story. Speaking of talking myself through stories, the ebook for my self-titled album, Lexi, is now available for purchase through Amazon.com. When I was growing up and listening to songs by my favorite artists, I would always wonder what certain lyrics meant or how the artist came up with the concept for the song in the first place. Back then, we'd have to wait for a TV network or radio station to interview the artist for a chance to get those questions answered. But with my ebook, you don't have to wait. 
You'll get instant access to the breakdown of lyrics and the inspiration of each of my songs by downloading the ebook for my album Lexi through Amazon.com and Kindle. Just use the links in my description down below. You'll get to know me, Lexi, and you'll learn more about the creation of my album by reading at your own pace. Now, if you're somebody who doesn't like to read, you would rather listen, no problem, because the audiobook for Lexi will be released soon through Amazon and Kindle as well. With the audiobook, you'll get three hours of content you can listen to on your own time, whether that's driving to work or while cooking and cleaning around the house. I do the same thing when I'm listening to podcasts. I'm usually working out or I'm cooking in the kitchen or I'm cleaning up the bathroom or something like that. Same concept. I got you. If you don't feel like reading, you can listen on your own time. Just make sure you stay tuned in with me across all my social media platforms for updates on when the audiobook will be available. As for the ebook, use the links in the description box down below and buy your copy now. So back to battling writer's block. We're going to continue with number five, what I do to battle writer's block. So number five is listen to the song from the beginning. Now, piggybacking off of talking myself through the story, when I listen to the song from the beginning, it's just another way of me checking to make sure that things are flowing, right? And to make sure that I like the direction of how everything is going. And then sometimes when you hear what you have so far, it will inspire you to go to what you want to get to next. You know what I'm saying? So is my story flowing, hearing what I've done, hearing where I want to go. And again, like even with playing the part over and over again or singing aloud to myself until my mind tells me what should go there, it's the same thing. So I'm listening to it from the beginning and after hearing how my storyline has played out, how I've presented it, sometimes my mind will automatically start generating stuff naturally after what I've already laid down. So listening to the song from the beginning really helps me battle writer's block. Number six, write what inspires me the most and worry about connecting them later. So for my process, when I'm in the studio, when I'm starting with a song from scratch, what I do is, you know, I'll analyze it and mix the key, get the key and the tempo and all of that. But before even touching pen and paper, I'll go into the booth and I will lay down a melody to see how I would want words to be said or, you know, what is the cadence that I want to establish for this song. So I get in the booth and I lay down my melody and that's how I get an idea of what the song is going to sound like, right? So what I mean by write what inspired me the most and worry about connecting them later, I have a reference for myself of how I want certain pieces to sound. So sometimes the melody that I thought of in one part of the song, it just feels better to me and I'm more inclined to write to that. It's easier to write to that than, you know, just confining myself to starting at the very beginning of the song. So what I'm saying with this is basically if there's one part of the song that is like calling you more so than whatever part you were trying to focus on, don't be afraid to skip all over. You don't have to start from verse one, hook, verse two, hook, bridge, hook. You know what I mean? Or hook, verse, hook, verse, bridge, hook. You don't have to go in like a traditional order. You can skip around and jump around and then worry about how you're going to connect those things later. Um, which is what I do. So that's what works for me. If that's something that'll work for you, I don't know, try it out for yourself and let me know how it goes for you. But don't feel like you have to start 
and then go in one order. You can get what feels and sounds the best to you in that moment. And then you might start in the middle of the song. You might start with a line that just pops into your head and it sounds really dope. You don't know how you're going to connect it yet, but you know that you want this piece to be in the song. And sometimes it'd be like that. I'm looking like that emoji. Sometimes it'd be like that. So it's totally, it's totally okay to start in the middle. And then you might end up writing three lines before that. And then you'll end up writing one word in between those two sections. And then you'll end up writing the outro of the song. And then you'll end up writing the intro. Now, for me, I've had to work through this as far as like my OCD. I like to do things in a very orderly fashion, but creatively that doesn't always work. So what has been working for me is taking the pressure off of myself. I don't have to, not expecting myself to start, like I said before, not pressuring myself to start in a certain fashion, but giving myself the freedom to jump around and hop around and just do what feels right, do what is inspiring me most at the time. So if you find yourself getting stuck, you can skip around. That's totally okay. It's your process. Tweak it and figure out what works for you to give yourself the best results. You don't have to follow a certain formula for writing your song, right? And then worry about how to connect them later. Um, number seven, take a break. If nothing else has been working, I've been playing the part over and over again. I've been singing it aloud to myself without the music. I've been skipping around. What else did I say? I've been talking myself through the story. I've been listening from the beginning and I just keep going back and back and back and nothing is budging. Then I'll take a break. Take a break from writing. I will get on my phone and I'll start scrolling through social media. I will... I bring my food to the studio with me because um, I got to stay on my eating schedule to stay to stay fit and healthy, right? So I have my food with me. I will minimize the Pro Tools window. I'll go put my food in the microwave. I'll get my drinks right. Lexi coffee mugs are on sale right now. 15% off through the 31st of October. If you're interested in buying, let me know. I'll get my drink. I'll get my water together. I'll get my food. I'll turn on YouTube and or I'll go for a walk. I'll go to the store. I don't know. It can be it could be whatever. Play video games if you have like a PlayStation or an Xbox or something or if you have games on your phone. Just do something that's completely unrelated to music, completely unrelated to whatever it is you were talking about in that song. Take a break, take a few moments to step away and do something else. Now, the only thing I'll caution about this is make sure that when you're taking a break, like if you're scrolling through social media, be careful not to get sucked into social media. Next thing you know, you've wasted like 30 minutes liking, double tapping, scrolling through and doing whatever on social media. Be careful about that because especially if you're in the studio, you're on the, you're on the clock. Just because you decide to take a break from the actual recording, from actually being in the booth, your time is still running. So you're wasting time doing that. Um, I'm lucky in a sense that, you know, studio time is essentially free for me because I work there. But just be careful and just be mindful. If you need to take a break because nothing is coming, then it's okay to take a break. Set, you know, let me take some time off to eat. Let me play a game or two, a game or two. Again, don't get sucked down that rabbit hole of, oh, I was just going to be on there for 10 minutes and it turned into an hour. Be careful with that when you take a break. If you're having a hard time writing, take a break, but give yourself a clear cutoff. All right. 
10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then I go back to it. All right, number eight, work on something else that's more inspiring. If the song I'm working on has not been budging, as I said, I'll move on to something else that I wanted to work on. So I typically keep a list of things that I want to do, a list of things that I want to accomplish and finish um, in my handy dandy notebook. I have quite a few places I keep it. So I've mentioned in other videos that I use an app called Tasks, which is through Google, and it syncs up with my calendar. I have my planner, which I'll put stuff in. I have an actual notebook, and I have all these sections with ideas in it. I'll keep my ideas in there, and it's literally just lists of things that I have that have come to my mind randomly that I said I wanted to do, whether it's another song whether it's fleshing out new ideas for YouTube or whether it is, you know, certain things that I need to do, like updates on my website or things of that nature. I'll go work on something that is calling me more in that moment. And again, just like with taking a break, I'll give myself a cutoff with that. So if I know I'm going to be in the studio for like three, four hours, I might take 30 minutes to an hour off to completely detach my mind from the song that I'm working on. And I'll go to a new song that I wanted to work on, a new concept. Instead of writing a song, I might go to doing a cover song that I really wanted to get out of the way because maybe that's just what's calling me right now. Maybe my mood has changed. Maybe I just need a change of topic because I'm not inspired to write as much on this particular topic anymore and I just need to switch it up. Um, it could be a multitude of reasons why I suddenly lose inspiration on one song compared to something else. But just know that it is completely okay to go from one thing to another. The main message of all of this is to not take songwriting too seriously and to not pressure yourself too much. You got to learn the difference between self-discipline and self-pressure. There's going to come a point where, all right, is this me disciplining myself to finish something that I said I'm going to finish? Or am I trying too hard to force it? And now it sounds like it's forced. Now I've lost the feeling behind it because I'm not inspired, because I'm not feeling it. And I know I'm not feeling it, but I'm trying to push through it. Now it's sounding more dead than when I first started. And that's when I'll hear artists say like, you know, man, it just don't, it just don't sound the way I thought it would. Even though we're recording better sound quality and it don't, it don't sound how it, how it did when I recorded it on my phone. I don't know. A lot of times they're not talking about sound quality. They're talking about like the vibe, the emotions they had while they were doing it, recording it on their phone versus when they came to the studio and suddenly it's not the same. You know, that's just speaking on other artists. But for me, I may I may answer a phone call in the middle of recording. And based on that conversation, my whole vibe has changed because of whatever I was talking about with that person on the phone, which actually is what happened to me last night. I had to get into a small little argument with the client over, you know, some stuff. I ain't going to, I might talk about it in a different video, but it threw off my mood so much, which is why I hate having my phone on ring when I'm in the studio. It's like a double-edged sword because I manage the studio. I have to answer the calls um, because people might be trying to book sessions and, you know, talk about stuff, but it completely just like killed my vibe. And I was just like, man, I'm not even in the mindset to finish this song anymore. So I went on to do something else. Actually, I went on to the number nine way that I battle writer's block. I went home and it's okay to do that. It's okay to go home 
dust yourself off and try again. Try again next time. It's okay to do that. If you have gone through all of these things, played it over and over again, repeat it to yourself aloud without the music, listened from the beginning, you did the whole going through the storyline with yourself, you took a break, you went on to do something else and try to come back to it. If you've gone through all of that and you're still just not feeling it, it's okay to say, you know what, I'm going to cut this short and I'm going to come back another time because I'm just not feeling it. And again, you're going to have to be able to judge for yourself. Is this an issue of self-discipline or self-pressure? It's going to be a balancing act, a very thin line deciding you know, which side you're on, what you're going to do. So it's okay to go home and try again for another time. This works for me. What I will caution to you about this, this works for me because I work at the studio I know I have set days when I'm coming back to the studio and I have options for when I can work on it. Now, if you're somebody who might be a little strapped for cash um, or, you know, you're, yeah, the main reason would be being strapped for cash, then you might want to, it's totally okay to take as much time as you need to write the song out before you step back foot, before you step back into the studio because studio time is very expensive, right? So it's okay to take as much time as you need to take a step back, refresh, recharge, live life a little bit to maybe jog your inspiration that way and then come back to the studio another day. It's totally fine to do that. Um, speaking of from an engineer perspective, I would not mind if you cut it short. Um, but yeah, it's it's okay to go home, dust yourself off and try again for another time. Do not feel like a failure just because you need to give your mind a break, just because it may not be coming as easily as you thought it would. So those are the nine ways that I battle writer's block when I'm in the studio. Let me know what you think. Try some of them for yourself. And in the comment section down below, come back and tell me how it worked out for you, if it worked out for you, or if there was something different that you found that worked for you during your time, you know, writing your song. Now, something that I want to mention before ending this video is Patreon. This video is releasing in November, but if you were a patron of mine, you will be seeing this video when I actually uploaded it or listening to the podcast when I actually uploaded it last week of October, okay? So what I'm saying is if you want instant access to more helpful videos like this and you want more insight into you know how I do things as an artist or you just want more um, attention or you want to ask questions about stuff that you're interested in and you want instant access, instant answers to that stuff, You will get that for as low as $5 a month if you become my patron. You got to use the description, the link in my description down below that will take you to my Patreon page. And for as low as $5 a month, you will get instant access to my videos as well as priority over other people who request me to do things on social media. So if you are my patron and you send me a request, hey, can you talk about da-da-da? Hey, can you show me blah, blah, blah? Then I will take that request over everybody else's and you will have your answer quickly before everyone else. You won't be seeing this when it when it um, posts like sometimes months later. It's weeks later, sometimes months later because I record these things a ways out. So if that is something you're interested in, you want instant access, 
early access to these videos instead of having to wait once a week when I post them, then consider becoming a patron of mine for as low as $5 per month. And that link is in my description down below to my Patreon page. I'm going to log out of this video now because my tongue is like getting all kinds of twisted and I don't understand what's going on. But thank you for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share this video with someone who may need to see it or save it to your collection and refer to it whenever you feel yourself having a hard time writing. Um, and maybe this video can be used for when you are having a hard time and you need to take a little break of 20 minutes or so to get yourself back right. But also let me know what you learn, what you want to learn about by commenting down below or emailing me at info at LexiATL.com and I will work on fulfilling those requests. But as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, peace. Hey, this is Lexi, and you're listening to my new song, Crazy Time, from my latest album, self-titled Lexi. Click the links in the description below to listen to my new album available on Spotify. I think I'm with the